Or you want to run the story? You got five hours until eight o'clock. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Welcome to the Collegian Weekend Review. Here's your hosts, Maddie Welsh and Lauren Scott. Welcome back to the Collegian Weekend Review, where we give you an inside look into Michigan's oldest college newspaper. We're your hosts, Maddie Welsh and Lauren Scott. And today we'll be talking to Logan Washburn about the latest happenings in the city of Hillsdale, Carly Moran about local vores in Hillsdale, Emily Swartz about Mayor Stockford's wrestling match this past weekend. And finally, I'll talk to Lauren about some new teachers at Hillsdale Academy. This is Lauren, and I'm interviewing Logan Washburn, the city news editor of The Collegian. Thank you for joining us, Logan. Thanks for having me again, Lauren. There was an article in the city news section about Watkins challenging Representative Fink and how he is hoping to represent Hillsdale in the State House. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this? Yeah, so Watkins, um, he grew up in the area. His family is from around here. He um, he really hopes to provide an alternative to Representative Fink, and he wants to provide unity as one of his main platform issues. Um, he hopes to carry this out throughout all of his policies. Um, but he's an Army veteran, and I believe that he worked in... I believe he was a petroleum specialist there. Um he doesn't have much political experience, but he grew up with a family that was very involved in local politics. And so he's hoping that that's going to help him if he wins this office. What are some of the main differences between the two men? I mean, for one, um, there's kind of the obvious. Fink has a lot more political support in this area, which is traditionally more conservative. But when it comes to the other differences between the two, Fink has much more political experience. He is sort of what some would call establishment, but Yeah, he has very conservative platform issues. Um, Watkins, however, has more liberal platform issues, but he labels himself a moderate. So instead of wealth distribution, he hopes to provide more opportunity for people. And those are the main issues. There was also an article about the state education department promoting gender ideology. Can you tell me about this? Yeah, so our former Pulliam fellow, Chris Rufo, who taught a class in the spring semester of 2022 he revealed some videos that were internal training videos from the state education department these videos essentially train teachers in how to spread gender ideology in the classroom behind parents backs Um, one of the most concerning things about these videos was that the trainers advised teachers to hide a student's gender ideology from their parents, even if that child is suicidal. And so it really went to that extreme, and that's what prompted a response from Tudor Dixon and Gretchen Whitmer, both condemning the State Education Department for having this training. The State Education Department defended these trainings as inclusive and trying to improve the the experience of all students in the classroom. Armin Tolloway, Chris Rufo's chief of staff told the collegian that he thinks the department of education is covering their tracks by saying this and that inclusion is simply another word for what they're doing behind parents backs which is facilitating child gender transitions that is what the rufo team said again the state education department denies this tell me about darren wisely's arrest so darren wisely is a prominent local attorney and he is the chair of the contested Hillsdale County Republican Party Executive Committee. Um, This has been drawn into controversy in recent weeks 
as Wisely and other members of the committee accused members of the party of being international socialists. Since then, another group of Republicans has attempted to oust him from office, and that has caused a huge controversy in the county, and the party is essentially divided. But when it comes to his arrest, he was arrested initially in early August in Osceola County, Florida, for allegedly attacking a firefighter, um, according to a police report. The firefighter was responding to help his friend, and he allegedly attempted to enter the fire truck several times. When the firefighter stopped him, he attacked the man. So he was arrested there initially, but then he filed the proper paperwork to return to Hillsdale. After he returned to Hillsdale, the sheriff's department arrested him for not appearing for his arraignment. But because he had filed the proper paperwork, the courts in Osceola County took back the warrant and said that he was free to go until his next pretrial. So he was essentially briefly arrested after this miscommunication in paperwork. All right, moving on to an event happening on Friday night. This sounds something that the not only the students will be interested in, but also people who live in town. So tell me a little bit about the concert that is happening at the Dawn Theater. Yeah, so the Dawn Theater is hosting a Celtic concert with Jim and Susie Malcolm. Um, it's going to begin at 7.30 p.m. and you can purchase tickets for $15 in advance or for $20 at the door. There's also a special student discount of $10. So if you're a student or a child, the price will be $10 instead of $15 or $20. Mary Wolfram, who serves on the Don's Governance Board, said that this is going to be a great opportunity for college students and the community alike to enjoy a fun evening. And now I understand that there was also a piece written about drugs. So yes. I know that's always garbage fun to talk drugs. about. Ooh, very <laughs> exciting. So why don't Prison, you tell me a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> so at the Lake Water Correctional Facility north of Coldwater, um, prison guards recently found packages of drugs and contraband attached to a garbage truck that was entering the facility for maintenance purposes to attempt to find who was behind this. They took the drugs off of the truck, allowed the truck to park, and observed a prisoner come out. And in an attempt to find who was behind the drugs, the guards removed the package from the garbage truck and allowed the truck to park in its normal spot where a prisoner then approached the truck and tried to find where and tried to find the drugs where they had been attached previously. Um, they interrogated the suspect but don't believe that he is behind the entire scheme this is something that also happened in january again with a garbage truck and so waste management actually said they're monitoring the situation and that they will cooperate with authorities the michigan state police is currently investigating this all right and then the last thing i'm going to ask you thank you for joining us logan thanks for having me on today always enjoy it radio free hillsdale's the collegian week in review continues I'm Maddie, and I'm here with Carly Moran, a Collegian reporter. 
And this week she wrote a story about the local vores of Hillsdale. Carly, tell me about this story. And first of all, what is a local vore? Yeah, so a local vore is a term that I was given by the Collegian office. Basically, it represents anyone that gets their food locally, whether that's through a farm, their own garden, hunting, things like that. Essentially anything that's not a store that comes from a natural source. So tell me about more about this story. What did you find out when you were writing this? So I found out that a surprising amount of people on campus, whether it's students or faculty, whatever, they actually have found ways, even though they have to be on the Saga meal plan, they have found ways to still eat locally, even though they're not at home right now. So um, some examples of that is like Emma Widmer. She um, raises chickens at home and other animals. But then when she's here, she'll pick up eggs and fruit and things like that from around town. Um, One of our faculty members, he runs the Nimrod Center, Al Stewart. He goes hunting, Karis Fikensher. She also raises chickens at home, but then she doesn't so much do anything when she's at the college, though she still tries to eat organically. So it was really inspiring hear, hearing from everyone about how much they care about eating healthy. Um, yeah. What's the philosophy behind this? Is it an environmental thing or a health thing? So it really depended on each person. Um, for... Um, For example, for Morgan Morrison, he is um, a part of the staff on campus in the Institutional Advancement Office. For him, it's about being independent from anyone else and being able to provide for himself. Um, For Emma Widmer, it is more so of a health concern. She wants to make sure that she is eating organically and that the animals are treated properly. Uh, For Karis, it's just a hobby more so. And for Al Stewart, it is a family tradition. Are you inspired to be a local vore now? Well, so I already was kind of involved in those sorts of things. Not directly. I um, grew up in the suburbs, but I did 4-H throughout high school. Um, I rode horses and I learned how to take care of a garden. I'm hoping when I graduate that I can own some sort of small farm or a property where I can have a garden and a few animals. What would your motivation be? Probably to be independent and to see where my food comes from. I would like to be able to go through the full cycle of life where I grow the food and make it my own and serve it to my family one day. Did you get to see any cute farm animals when you were researching for the story? I saw photos of them, although I wish I could have seen them in person. But unfortunately, the farm animals were at people's houses that were far away. Well, thank you for coming on, Carly. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is the Collegian Week in Review. This is Lauren, and I'm interviewing Emily Swartz, a junior who attended the Adam Stockford fight on Saturday, September 17th. Thank you for joining us today, Emily. Thanks for having me. This was an event that I think a lot of people were excited for. Can you describe the atmosphere? Yeah, so when I got there, it was just like in the middle of the fairgrounds in this random barn. So when I went in, it was just me and my group of friends. We were like the only college students there. Like everyone else was from like the town of Hillsdale, you know. So just a very interesting atmosphere that you wouldn't expect, uh, you know, to see anywhere else on campus, I guess. So it was very loud. Lots of different personalities. Who did Mayor Stockford fight? Um, He was doing a tag team WWE style fight against 
these two other wrestlers that I literally have no idea who they were, but they were the fourth kind of quote unquote act um, in the whole thing. Um, there was, it started out with like one fight between two people and then it was a doubles match and then it was another singles match. And then, um, and then the mayor came out and I guess it was this, the finale of the whole thing, but yeah, it was pretty fun. Did you enjoy watching him fight? Was it entertaining? Oh, it was the best $15 I've ever spent in my entire life. It was worth every penny. Um, I've never seen anything like that live. So it was definitely an experience, to say the least. What other interesting things were at this event? I know there were other wrestling matches going on. Maybe tell me a little bit about those. Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of... I don't know if you've ever seen a WWE fight on... TV or live or anything like that but it's all staged and so it's very like theatrical so that was really funny to see and how seriously these wrestlers quote-unquote uh take this fight I they practiced it for so long because they're like long I guess routines or fights but everything is staged and so it's just funny to see like I was like how do people even get into this line of work and are they getting paid and yeah just so many questions running through my mind but it was it was fun do you think it made the citizens of Hillsdale happy seeing their mayor kind of involved in the community? Yeah, I mean, the people from the town of Hillsdale, they were really into it. And um, there was a guy in front of us live streaming the whole thing. Um, and so I think that I guess like this is something that Hillsdale maybe doesn't see that often. And so when, you know, you have your own mayor fighting and you have a bunch of these acts kind of thrown together, um, you know, with something that people don't see on a regular basis they got really really excited for it so I saw all different kinds of ages I saw really old people really young people um, high school students and it was just really awesome to see a bunch of different kinds of people from the town all come together I guess to support their mayor in the fight even though it was all stages it was just like a really cool production thank you for joining us thanks for having me The Collegian Weekend Review continues. This is Maddie, and I'm here interviewing Assistant Opinions Editor and my co-host, Lauren Scott. This week, she wrote a story about some new teachers at the Hillsdale Academy. Lauren, tell me a little bit more about this story. So I thought this was a really cool story. Um, there are three siblings teaching at Hillsdale Academy, and before they were all teachers at the Academy, they were teachers at a school in Louisville, Texas called Founders Classical Academy and they were actually all three my teachers in middle school and high school so I think that's kind of cool how now they're at Hillsdale and it's kind of come full circle and so that's why I was interested and wanted to write the story about them. So they're all three siblings. How did they end up teaching at Founders together and now at Hillsdale together? So there are two brothers and one sister. Um, the first brother, his name is Prashemik Jeshok. He started teaching at Founders in 2013, uh, about a year after he graduated from Hillsdale. And then when his brother graduated from Hillsdale in 2014, he followed him a year after. So Prashemik Jashok came in 2013, and then his brother Tomek followed him in 2014. And I think his brother kind of put a good recommendation. So the two of them taught at Founders um, for a while, and then their sister Monica joined them in 2017. And the year 2017 was actually the only year that all three of them 
taught at Founders Together because in 2018, Tomek was offered a job to work with the Barney Charter School Initiative, and he said, Michigan's home. My wife's family has lived there for the past 20 years. Um, I want to go back home to Michigan. So even though he said he really enjoyed teaching with his siblings, uh, it was more important for him to move back home. And that was in 2018. And then exactly one year later, in 2019, uh, Prashemik was offered a job um, also with the Barney Charter School Initiative, but he also taught part-time at the academy. So he kind of had a split role. Um, but even while both of them were working with Barney Charter, um, they longed to be back in the classroom. They really enjoyed the work they were doing in the office. Um, they were still just kind of on a different side of education. Um, they said they really never thought they'd see themselves in, but they really enjoyed it. But they kind of were longing for those days to be back in the classroom. And so um, actually, this year, this school year, is the uh, first year that both of them are teaching at Hillsdale Academy full-time. And also, it's the first year that their sister, Monica Jeshok, uh, moved from Texas to come and teach at the Academy with them. So um, now they're all three teaching there at the Academy, and it's the first time they're reunited teaching since 2017. Did they say anything about what it's like to work together with their siblings? Yeah, they they really enjoy working together. Um, I didn't include this in the article, but I'd actually reached out to the headmaster at um, Founders Classical in Texas and asked him what it was like watching the siblings work together. And he said you could tell that they enjoyed being with one another because of their playful banter. And they were always joking around with one another, um, all in good cheer. And so... I definitely, I think that's something that they'll carry over to the academy. And um, another thing that was said about them by the assistant headmaster, Alex Misko at Founders, he said that you would think they would kind of stand out as siblings, like everybody would kind of associate them as the Zeshok siblings, but they actually did a really good job with building the faculty community. And they were always great to their coworkers and they um, helped make that community really strong rather than kind of standing out as siblings. This is something that we see a lot in at Hillsdale and in the Hillsdale community is family members going to the college or working together at the college. Why do you think that is? I think it's because Hillsdale has their values straight. Um, one of their values is family. Obviously, they think that's something really important. It's not about having the best job you can find. Um, family is really a priority. Um, even while I was there interviewing the brothers, um, one of the brothers had his daughter there uh, with them, and he mentioned that one of his favorite things about having his brother and his sister there is knowing that his daughter also had her aunt and her uncle in the same building as her. And so I think having that security and that um, just those familiar faces is really important to most, if not all, people at Hillsdale College. Well, thanks for sharing, Lauren. Of course. You have been listening to the Collegian Week in Review with your hosts, Lauren Scott and Maddie Welsh. 
You can find The Collegian on Instagram and Twitter at hdalecollegian or online at hillsdalecollegian.com. Once again, you have been listening to The Collegian Week in Review on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.